0: Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions related to power system testing. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Obicron, and I'll be your host. In this episode, we're going to discuss the topic of essential rotating machine testing. The reliable operation of rotating electrical machines, whether generators or motors, is essential for continuous power generation and critical industrial processes. However, defects resulting from operational stresses and aging can cause rotating machines to fail. A wide variety of electrical testing methods allow you to identify developing problems throughout a machine's service life. But which electrical tests are essential, and when should they be performed to assess machine condition? With me to discuss these questions is Fabian Oetl, Product Manager and Expert for Rotating Machines Testing at Omicron. Hi Fabian, thank you for joining us.
1: Hi Scott, hello everybody. Pleasure to be here, thank you for the
0: invitation. Definitely. Fabian, we know each other, so I would like you to tell our listeners about your experience in the field of rotating machine testing.
1: Of course. Uh, Well, I studied at Graz University of Technology and I did my Master there. And afterwards, I started in the installation group of the R&D department of a manufacturer of large rotating machines. Yes. And then I joined Omicron and started as an application engineer in the technical support. And then I got the chance to become a product manager for this particular asset. And this was, I think, already six years ago. Yeah.
0: Okay. And you're based in Austria.
1: I'm based in Austria. Yeah. Yeah, In Klaus. in Klaus, in the headquarter of Omicron.
0: And also the home of our rotating machines testing laboratory.
1: Yeah, that's true. Actually, we have the nice possibility to perform all the measurements and all the tests which we are talking today as well in our rotating machines test room, where real a uh, real hydro generator and our bigger motors are uh, installed.
0: Okay. So back to our topic of a central rotating machine testing. Yeah. Of course, there is a wide variety of tests that can be performed on motors and generators to assess their condition. Which types of tests are we focusing on?
1: That's true. Yeah, there are indeed many tests on motors and generators, because as you already mentioned, they are essential for reliable energy production as well for continuous industrial manufacturing. Therefore, people like to know the condition of the asset, of course. Um, Normally, or the the, the easiest start is basically a visual inspection and then different diagnosis tools allow us to get a deeper look into the condition of the machine and this can be either classified as mechanical chemical or electrical tests which are commonly performed um here on omicron we are focusing on electrical tests therefore i would like to tell you more about them in this particular episode
0: okay great So are there any specific or essential electrical tests that should be regularly performed? And if so, what what are they? Well, we recommend
1: to evaluate the state of winding on a regular basis during an outage of the machine, for example, or as a factor acceptance test. So starting with the DC insulation resistance test followed by different AC high voltage tests. Um, These can be power dissipation factor measurements um, otherwise known as standard delta measurement, PD, or partial discharge measurements. And of course, as well, voltage withstand tests are very important from my point of view to be performed. They can trigger <laughs> single spots, which, can be, which might not be seen by the other measurements. Of course, other tests can complete this picture, though, definitely. I mean, there's uh, a lot of other tests as well. And to give you an example about it, we had the case that an operator had several older machines where the windings or the, the joints of the windings had been soldered but not braced. So mm. it is known that such, such joints can become, can become loose over time. And if these interconnections or these connections can become a bad contact, this spot heats up and can potentially damage the machine. And in this case, the, the operator, for example, performs a DC winding resistance measurement and was able to detect these potential hotspots and he could fix it. So uh, other examples are, for example, or are uh, rotor windings and stator core where different issues can occur depending on the design of the machine, of course. Mm -hmm. For each of these components, there are possibilities to detect these potential weak spots at an early stage.
0: So you mentioned the stator winding as the primary testing object. Why the stator winding? Well, if we are talking about machine
1: testing our focus is on motors and generators with um, higher rated voltage levels. But this means that besides the the temperature, the the, the ambient and mechanical aging, the electrical aging plays an important role um, in these assets. Mm -hmm. It is proven and shown by many international investigations, publications as well as standards, that the state of winding is a crucial element involved when it comes to machine failure. Uh-huh. Of course, the machine is not only composed of the state of winding. There are other active parts which should be checked from time to time, depending on the design, uh, condition, and the age as well for, of the machine.
0: Okay, and so there are various testing methods to do this. Exactly. When exactly should these tests be performed? After the machine reaches a certain age or already at an earlier stage? What What do you think, Fabian?
1: That's uh, a good question and uh, an important question as well. Um, from my point of view, the, the starting point should be a factory acceptance test when you can, where you can assess risks as well before the already before the machine is put into operation. Mm-hmm. So, not just at the factory itself, but also maybe after transportation, it is recommended to perform testing when the machine is installed. Mm-hmm. For example, we had once the case that. Uh, Several machines of the same type are have been or should be installed in a production line where the one with the worst test results could be placed or was it be, or they have been able to place it in a less critical point of the production that's also risk um, management from operator's point of view okay um a fingerprint measurement uh, that's called so called fingerprint measurement can be performed at this time as a reference for all the future assessments. Since uh, we 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 saw that trending over time of the same machine, the same asset is the most powerful tool to detect a potential issue. Other interesting time is, for example, when oh before the machine's warranty expires, in order to check whether there are problems in the design of the machine or not. Okay, and of course, it's sometimes it's not possible to have a fingerprint measurement right after the 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 production of the machine. manufacturing of the machine in this case i would start as early as possible with the measurement and take this as a reference for all the future measurements and then okay. of course the interval or the, 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 the frequency of testing is then depending a bit as well on the condition of your machine on on the age and and so on
0: okay so even if you were to do a measurement and you determine that measurement results are showing something other than uh what the original fingerprint measurement showed it doesn't necessarily mean that the machine's going to fail right away but with regular measurements you can follow the situation to determine when maintenance is required for example
1: exactly i mean there's never a black and white answer for 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 such uh for such questions of course um it's it's always depending a bit on the situation on the type of defect you can really classify these uh, these types and then either assess it as a critical problem or issue which needs to be solved immediately or as a as a problem or issue we can you can live for for, for years for example as well so um as i said there's never black and white but these are normally the the boundary conditions we are we are talking uh, to to answer these
0: questions Okay, Fabian, you have mentioned a number of electrical tests, such as the power dissipation or power factor measurements, partial discharge measurements, voltage withstand tests, and DC winding resistance measurements, and of course there are others. Are some of them redundant? In other words, could I skip some of them?
1: (laughs) I was expecting this question, yeah, (laughs) thank you. Um, Of course, you can skip some of them, but then you might miss important information. (laughs) um yeah i mean it's always a compromise between uh between time and the information you want to get but there's a good reason why we recommend performing each of these tests because um some of them might indicate some issues where others cannot indicate these particular issues so we had for example um The instances where the power anticipation factor measurement did not show any issues, but with the PD measurement, we discovered that the machine was in a critical condition, and this happens as well vice versa. So, Mm -hmm. as I said, that's good reason why we are recommending uh, all these tests. So, yeah, it it has become good practice to rely your condition assessment on different testing methods in order to be sure that there's if there's a problem, uh, you. Or if there's a problem, you send your machine to the repair shop.
0: Okay. So of these measurements, you you spoke about partial discharge or PD um, as a measurement method. Uh, Can you tell me a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, sure. This is a very important, uh, not just important, but as well interesting from my point of view measurement. So the, the PD measurement is a powerful tool to detect single weak spots also inside the insulation. Of the machine without dismantling the machine uh-huh. and this makes it very very yeah attractive basically problems in the insulation system such as deterioration of stress layers loose coils or bars or simply aging of the insulation system are issues which can be detected by the measurement these are just mm-hmm. examples uh pd the, 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 the physics behind it is that uh partial discharges are small discharges which partly Bridge the insulation system. This mm-hmm. is where the name the name comes from. So it's just a very simplified explanation. These discharges result in small current pulses, which can be correlated with the sinusoidal excitation voltage. Mm-hmm. And this afterwards results in the typical patterns. So the so called phase resolved partial discharge patterns or PR- PRPD. And according to these patterns, you can classify the origin of the issue as well as its criticality
0: okay is it uh, difficult to interpret uh, pd data or the prpd patterns
1: <laughs> the next good question uh which might brings me into travel no um i would say <laughs> not really of course at the beginning uh if you're completely new on this field it may require some training But uh, the critical patterns, they are known and verified by, again, international standards, international publications, investigations, and so on. So Mm -hmm. we know the shapes of critical patterns quite well. Mm -hmm. Additionally, we are offering automated source separation and PD interpretation tools to support here the user uh, to a maximum extent.
0: Okay, so these tools are essentially helping users with the analysis of the pd data yeah exactly
1: that's the that's that's the purpose of it of these tools okay
0: fabian you also mentioned prior the static core measurement Uh, tell us some more about that
1: yeah sure um this is uh, the newest cpc100 measurement basically um which the cpc100 is our device which can be the perform nearly all the tests which we are talking in this uh in this podcast except for the pd measurement in this case the cpc100 in combination with the td and the cr acts as a high voltage source but the measurement itself is performed with our MPD 800 measurement system mm-hmm. now with our data core measurement upgrade option the cpc100 performs the stray flux measurements on the of cores to detect weak spots in the insulation of the laminated core segments mm-hmm. so, so that sounds a bit complex a bit uh complicated but um basically these laminated core segments are insulated against each other to minimize the eddy current losses and once the the insulation gets damaged Um, higher eddy current can occur and again then you have the problem of potential overheating of of the stator core Mm -hmm. so for this stray flux measurement an auxiliary winding is used to excite the stator core to a few percent of the rated flux and Mm -hmm. then an air coil on an automated slide scans the surface of the core and the nice thing from my point of view and convenient thing from my point of view is that Uh, the CPC-100 is able to perform both, so the excitation and the the measurement. So any change in this stray flux is then indicating a potential weak spot. And this can be done with our new accessory there, together with the PTM, uh, the primary test manager software. Mm
0: -hmm. You mentioned the PTM software. That also has a number of convenience factors for users in performing nearly all of the tests you've been describing so far. Yeah. Can you say a few words about that? Yeah, sure. Um,
1: with this software, we try to, um, to, to how to say, I would say we try to increase the convenience for the user. So BTM Prime and test manager, um, not o- only offers uh, a guidance to the test with uh connection schemes and so on. But it also shows you the results in a very nice uh, way. And then it speed ups the reporting afterwards. So the the post-processing of the measurement becomes really, really um, short. So the the, the time for post-processing becomes down to a minor um, thing. This is basically highly appreciated normally by uh, the operators because they always have the, the, the problem or the, 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 the boundary condition basically to speed up the measurement uh to a maximum. Or to, to really speed up the measurement to to come that the, the the costs are coming down to a minimum.
0: Okay so just um, in summary in performing all of the tests you recommend um it's you know key that you have um, maybe as few testing devices as possible and that you have a software yeah. you can use to process the data from all of the tests for um, convenient uh, comparisons and also reporting yeah exactly um, okay so this so was basically
1: our, our intention behind it Uh when when we are developing something new or we are adapting any anything in our products, um, to have turnkey solutions for all of these measurements and um, uh, um, the possibility to combine everything in one device with of course with some accessories but uh, the CPC100 in combination with the software can be done all of them. Okay. okay. Can do all of them.
0: So Fabian, I have to ask you, of all the tests you described, do you have a particular favorite electrical test for rotating machines?
1: That's an interesting question. A question. I I haven't heard these questions before, so um, I I haven't really thought about it. Um, No, no, not not really. I do not have a certain preference, as all of them are useful and can indicate a potential problem. Therefore um for me all of them are important and i do not have a certain preference okay well
0: that's fair fabian this has been very interesting thank you for this overview and for your descriptions of essential electrical testing methods and rotating machines yeah
1: it has been a pleasure as well for me and thank you for the invitation thanks scott and
0: bye bye everybody thanks again fabian and a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of energy talks We welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Omicron has several years of experience in rotating machines testing and offers you the matching solution for your application. By the way, all of the tests mentioned in this episode are also described in detail in our guide, which is called Diagnostic Testing and Monitoring of Rotating Machines. You can download this guide from our website. Omicron Academy also offers you a variety of webinar courses on rotating machines testing. So be sure to visit our website for more information at omicronenergy.com. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone.